scrap from start to finish. Jolinton. Stop challenged by Coleman. It will be. Calvert Lewin. It will be. Hi guys and welcome to this double edition of the Goodison Blues podcast as we look back at an amazing night at Goodison Park on Thursday as everyone got a hard fought 1-0 win against Newcastle courtesy of Alex Awobi. The game was not without its usual controversy as Alan saw straight red. We all had a we sorry we had to see a Muppet tie himself uh, to the post in protest about oil, something along those lines. Um this ended up, of course, giving the game a lengthy stop and playing 14 minutes of injury time. We will also look to Everton's away trip to Palace for the FA Cup quarterfinal tie in the second part of this edition. So as they say, let's crack on. So yes, to Thursday night and what a performance. Not as they say skillful, um, but every player on the pitch worked their socks off and the fans did their part. In all my years, either being at Goodison or seeing it on TV, I have not heard Goodison Park like that in years. And when that goal went in, I can tell you the roof ended up in Stanley Park. You cannot fault anyone that night, from the fans to the players. The team selection was not as expected, of course. We had no Jordan Pickford due to illness. I believe it's to do with COVID-19. Uh, Donny van der Beek was not available either. Not sure the reason behind that. And Dominic Cavett-Lewin returned to the squad, but he made it to the bench. So what we saw, guys, was grit and fight to get something from this game. The only low point was the sending off of Allen. And after seeing it first, it was a yellow card for me. And when I saw VAR getting involved, we all knew then it was not. It was going to be overturned into red and an early bat for Allen. Um, I still don't believe it was red. Even Alan Shearer and the rest of the, the Prime video team, they agreed it was not a red. They even agreed that more training is needed to fix these issues that the Premier League seem to have with this technology. And they also agreed that referees should be nowhere nearer. So in other words, you'll have the referee doing VAR one game and then another game he's actually out on the pitch that the referees should be nowhere near it. Thankfully, it did not change the outcome of the game. In fact, the sending off actually incensed the players and fans so much that I believe we battled even more because of it. Now, the downside is obviously we will lose uh, Allen for three games. Um, Both sides really had hard niggling tackles the whole game. And the ref pretty much kept his card in the pockets for most of it, letting the game just flow along. Um, but his officiating was really, really bad, like most of the officiating in England, in the Premier League especially. It just was terrible. Um, Begovic looked very comfy in goal. And I can recall him having two saves, one from distance and the other was a straight, straight one into his hands early on. So he proved he can be crucial to the side whenever he is called upon. And I think he... 
I think we have an option of another year in his contract, so I I can I can see the club going for that, and hopefully he does want to stay on and be the number two at Everton. Um, Alan before getting sent off was absolutely immense on the pitch. He was everywhere, winning everything. Keane and Holgate they weren't really tested. Um, they held strong while Godfrey did the same at left back. Even for Seamus Coleman, I thought and I felt that Patterson would have started the game, but even Seamus had a tidy enough game at right back and was also involved in the goal as well. We did have a bright start to the game, but Newcastle did come back into it. I, there was actually, now that I think about it, there was another one where actually it might have been a Wobie actually cleared the ball off the line uh, or close to the line, but both sides were very stubborn defensively, so it did not leave any clear chances. The only one I can think of is a long-distance effort by Anthony Gordon that... Uh, Stung the hands of the Newcastle keeper. Another great game for him, by the way, too. Um, there was an earlier header in, in the game from Godfrey in the first half, but it was a he got up well, but just didn't get it enough power on. It was a comfortable save for the keeper and Awobi having a decent game as all. Well, not say as always. Suppose wrong to say that, but where he he lacks in poor decisions and he's always trying to think. Uh, three steps ahead instead of just getting on with the game he was tracking back an awful lot and I think when he plays um, he helps out Coleman and gets him out of situations and it was the two of them as I said that combined to help get the goal to win the game a first half came quick and we were all hoping we would continue to annoy the Newcastle players as they were finding it difficult to find anything in their own firing line and in the second half the crowd were just on top of everything. After Gordon's effort, they raised the volume. Then a few minutes later, Coleman steeled into the box. And it looked like he was brought down for a penalty. Coleman was absolutely incensed, angry. Then the Newcastle keeper was angry with Coleman, saying he went to the ground easy and dived. And straight after this, when the ball was broke by Newcastle, there was Allen's rash challenge, which saw him get red. Um, after, of course, VAR had looked at it. And it looks like, yet again... VAR has really done the dirt on Everton Football Club for whatever reason they seem to have a vendetta against us. Um, the more I see it, the more I can see that there's no way it was a red. But I'm open to be corrected on that. Dominic Cavalloon was on in the second half as well. After that, Muppet was freed from the post. The game kicked on and it was the 99th minute of the game. An absolutely brilliant stealing tackle by Coleman. He fell Alex Awobi. A lovely give and go with Calvert-Lewin. Giving it back to Awobi. And once you saw that, it slotted. He slotted the pass. He just knew he wasn't going to miss. He slotted the pass to the keeper. And the noise that went round Goodison Park was something we won't forget for a long, long time. Even if Alex Awobi doesn't have... A major big future with the club. He will be remembered for that goal. Especially if it's a goal that helps us get points. And more points that we stay up in this division. Frank Lampard won't forget it either. As he broke his hand in the celebration of the goal. It also meant so much to Richarlison. He had already been subbed. And he ran the whole way over to celebrate with his teammates. And that's the heart. That's the spirit. And that's the soul we want to see from our players. It was absolutely wild celebrations in the ground at the final whistle. It again erupted. If you check out Pad's Gladys Street reaction after the game, just listen to the noise. It was something, as I said, I have never heard in God knows how long. And I was in my own 
local bar watching on the phone. Everyone else was singing whiskey in the jar. All that had been Paddy's day, but I had my earphones on and I jumped for joy off my stool when the goal went in. And people were looking at me as if to go, what's wrong with this guy? And then a full time again, I screamed ahead and... People must have thought like, what, what, what? There's nothing on the TV, so what's what's he watching? You know what's what's going on? It's like nobody else knew in the world that this was a massive result for us Evertonians, and this is the club we love. This is the passion we want from our players and the fans, um, and it was repaid to them tenfold. Every every game, the players need to dig in like this and show that the club, show the club they are willing to fight to stay in this league. And I had a nice celebratory point of Ireland's edge stout to wash down the win hopefully this re-energizes the squad going forward starting with Sunday's game in the FA Cup we will we will discuss uh, in the second half but a few days later I'm still excited by that I've watched the highlights on YouTube a million times and just to see that heart and soul hopefully now we, we do know that since um They've since then the club has actually gone and appealed the red card, and very quickly the, the Premier League has come back and said, uh -uh, "Not doing that for you. We don't like Everton, and uh, we're going to keep our original call." And uh, he will, will miss. Um, it's a domestic ban, so I believe he will miss the FA Cup game as well. And it's just a shame because he is. If he puts in a performance like that in every game, we will miss him. So it'll be interesting to see. How that goes forward into the FA Cup game at the weekend. But as I said, what I'll do is I'll actually go and play you the, the YouTube uh, clip. You can listen to the crowd at full time from the Gladys Street end. And listen to how, for those of you that didn't see it. Or for those that weren't at the game. To listen to how we reacted um, at the end of that game. So stay tuned. Listen to that. And we'll be back with the second half of this special edition podcast. So welcome back to the second part of this edition of the podcast and now Everton have a quick turnaround to get to London for Sunday's lunchtime kickoff in the FA Cup quarterfinals. A game some have now said it's kind of a free hit maybe for Everton since Thursday's win against Newcastle. For me, do you know what? I'm not too sure. I think we really need to get some consistency now. Treat it, I know it's it's obviously a different way of you know a different competition, but let's treat it as if it's a away game in the Premier League. And if we can pick up a victory, not only will we have a trip to Wembley, but to get an away victory can only benefit us going into important league games away from home as well. So don't get me wrong, if there's you know you have to choose between the FA Cup or the Premier League survival, of course the latter stands out, but it would be nice to round off the week with a home and away victory. But Allen's domestic ban, of course, um, being upheld after everything appealed it. Um it will be we will be without him for the tie. Also, Donny van der Beek, Deli Ali, Al Ghazi, they're all cup tied for this game. So some changes will be definitely enforced. And you have to wonder, will Frank keep Asmir Begovic in goal too? Is there a start for Dominic Calvert-Lewin? Even the likes of Nathan Patterson mentioned again, will he get to start this game? I think he should, to be honest. He, has, he hasn't been given a chance. And he should be given a chance at some point. To play at least in 90 minutes. The question is what formation is he going to go with. Does he go with the two in midfield. Because of we're losing Allen. And we don't have. Um, Donny van de Beek. So, or will he keep three knowing that. It, like likes of Andre Gomez. Knowing that it doesn't really suit his play as much. Most likely. 
um, he will get a start because he'll be either placing, uh, replacing Allen or Van der Beek. So I think Everton, they should go for this and you know let the away fans find a voice, cheer them to another hard-fought game and maybe get through. And the rewards there are a semi-final for the players and the fans at Wembley. So John Joe Kenny is also back from suspension. So he could be due to start or does he keep Ben Godfrey at left back? Or does he give another chance to Vitaly Mikhelenko? Since I want us to keep keep going for it, I think Godfrey keep him in there. It suits best. It's all about how the midfield is going to line up, I suppose. Pa- Palace has got to fancy themselves. They did well against City, holding them at bay. So this is going to be a tricky tie either way. It's all about who, which, which of the two clubs will want it more. I have a funny feeling it will be Palace, but who knows what will happen on the day. So... The team I will probably go for as follows. Begovic, because of Pickford's illness, he might be rested again. Then a back four of Patterson, Keane, Holgate and Godfrey. Apart from Seamus Coleman, let's keep the same back line. Then into into midfield, if he goes with a three, uh, see Tyler Onyango, Gomez and Decore. Give Tyler, young Tyler, a start. See what he can do in the game. And then upgrade, up front, Gordon on the right... uh, Gray on the left, and of course, and this time around, I'll probably go with Calvert Lewin up front. That if he is ready to start the game. Um, what I hope Frank Lampard doesn't do is go down the route of the back five, as it just doesn't seem to suit Everton. Regardless who takes up these positions, it doesn't seem to work. And I personally get nervous when we play this way. And, and even five at the back, we just seem to shift too many goals any time we play that formation. So I'd say let's stick with our 4 3 3. So I'm going with a 1-1 and everything winning on penalties as if we didn't need any more pressure. And although I don't agree with semi-finals being played at Wembley, it will be nice to get there for the fans and players. I said, I've always said it should be like the old neutral venue, like the way it used to be. You already went to Ellen Road, you played them at uh, Old Trafford or you went to the old Highbury. I think it should be a neutral venue for the semi-final because I think it takes away from the shine of playing at Wembley in the FA Cup final. That's just me. But I do want us to get there. With this away win. And get some consistency in the team. So. Um, that's it guys for this edition. It's been a bit of a bumper one. Not not much time to squeeze everything in. Um, the game is kicking off at 12.30. In the Mars Bar as usual. For us Blues to watch the game. So anyone in, in Dublin. Join up with the rest of the crew on match day. It's an early one, 12.30 kickoff, as I said. So get down and hopefully everything will continue this cup journey. I'm not too sure if I will be there. Work commitments may stop me. Um, COVID-19 is still around, as you know. So it's affecting different workplaces. Um, but if I, if I will be there, I'll see you there on Sunday. So till then, guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Stay blue.